I don't even remember what episode this is. It's episode four. No, no it's episode five. five. Well, well, we had the bonus episode, which we counted as episode four. But yeah, we got some. Uh, today's gonna be a little bit of a different dynamic. We're still gonna get into some stuff. Yeah, as we do. That's just like what happens. Yeah, um, it's kind of a weird episode. Not recording on our typical day again this week. Yeah, this is a crazy week. We got Friday off. First time we do have Friday off. It's weird because Monday's the holiday, but for some reason. Our institution decided to give us Friday off instead. Yeah, you know how they think about that kind of thing. Yep. I mean, yep. I understand maybe that it's not necessarily something that people want to celebrate. Like, I I can see that viewpoint, but that doesn't mean, like, it doesn't mean you have to change the change the day. Well, I don't want to, I don't want to call out any other holidays, but I think there's some other ones that we shouldn't probably aren't worth taking aren't, a day yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, regardless. Um, Friday off, Monday class, so we're recording a little early this week. Yeah, getting it done, really yep. putting in the work. So, uh, I guess before we get into it, uh, uh, we have another liquor review. We have another liquor review. <laughs> this was this wasn't planned. We were gonna do a beer review today, but uh, someone got their wisdom teeth out. Yeah, I got my so. I got my wisdom teeth out, so I'm not really. I'm we didn't want to drink have a lot. Like a drink, maybe. Yeah. So I'll not be gonna, not gonna go too hard, but I I think this stuff is really good. And yeah. it has alcohol. I've never so had this before. Bacteria. I don't know if it correlates perfect, but this this looks fancy. This looks like it's not a college budget. Liquor. Guess the price. Thirty bucks. Oh, okay, it was twenty five in Hawaii. Twenty five. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you got it in Hawaii? Yeah. So we did. And a you're dis- letting me drink this. We did a distillery tour at, it. You know, Ocean Organic Vodka. It's like this. Oh, I just hit the thing. It's like a blue ball. <laughs> You never seen that? No. They have it. Never mind. Okay. Well, can I have your glass? You don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm not gonna do ice because I like this, and Tyler hasn't had it, so he's gonna try gonna, with ice. Yeah, he, I'm gonna he try doesn't know. Ice. Just tell me when. Yeah, that's fine. All right. Yeah. I mean, I think they sell. I think they said at the distillery that they sell this in Massachusetts. Okay. So if I really wanted more, then I could get more. I don't. I'm not too worried. But we're definitely going to save so. the bottle. I I want to make a glass out of this bottle. It's a like, sweet bottle. Do you ever see those videos of like glass cutting with like, they take a yeah. string and they douse it in like some sort of like lighter fluid and they burn it and then they cool it. And you it heat cr- it and it just heat yeah. shocks the glass. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to do it like there-ish. I think it'd be cool to make a glass out of this. Yeah. It's going to be tough to drink out of, but I think. Yeah. Just for looks maybe. Yeah. Well, or can just you get keep, any keep of the bottle in there? What? All right. No, I, I think you can do it. I think it's doable. Yeah, we'll see. I've never done it, so I have no idea. So what what is your what do you want to talk about today? Well, I think we should start with maybe your wisdom teeth experience. Did you have any funny moments or any painful moments? Um, not really any. Oh, hold on, should we? Uh... Oh yes, we're gonna cheers first. Okay. Oh, let me get this um, Red Bull taste out of my mouth. 
watermelon what do you think? and coconut. I like it. Yeah? Okay. I can't remember if I've had it before, honestly. Okay. It's just, it, it was supposedly the summer edition, but they still sell it, so I don't know. Liars. Yeah. All of them. All right. Oh. Cheers. Cheers. Okay. <laughs> All right, so I'm not a huge coconut guy. Only not a nut guy. I'm not a, I'm not a nut guy. Um, it definitely seems more authentic than like a Malibu type of coconut rum. Oh, for sure, yeah. Less sugary. Mm-hmm. I like it so far. I guess we'll know as as we delve into it. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, I like it. It's not necessarily like top shelf, but it's from Hawaii. It's made in Hawaii on Maui. On Maui, yeah, and yeah. it's sold in Massachusetts. Yeah, they they don't Supposedly. sell it in every state, and they they said that you can't buy it in Hawaii, and then like you can't bring it back, or you can't have it shipped. You, but like I brought this back in my suitcase. Okay. So is that legal? Got it. I was twenty one when I went to Hawaii. What? Is that legal? Yeah. It is. They, yeah, they check your luggage. Oh, okay. You're not familiar with the operations of the TSA. Well, I have left New. Oh, sorry, have, there's a bug. <laughs> I've left New England. Oh, once yeah, in I my life. About that part. And I have never left the country, so... You've never really been on, like, a passenger airplane? No, I have. But, like, went not to, for I went a to long Disney time. once. Oh, okay. Not on, like, a 13-hour Hawaii flight? No. That was no, rough. No. Do you need a passport to go to Hawaii? No, but... Well, because you're going to the United States, the United States, but... No, but... You, but you cross... Don't you cross over international waters? Mm-mm. Okay. Uh, I think the, the United States has territory... Like, all, they have territory all the way to, like, Midway... In okay. um, the Guam. Who owns the middle of the ocean? Does does anyone <laughs> does own? anyone? I don't know. Because you know there's like international waters and like when like a, some territory's ship crosses into this area of the ocean. Right. It's like all sirens are going off. It's like it shouldn't be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. like where's the, where's the line? Where's the is line? question. Mm. I don't really know. I okay. guess there's probably like a proximity to any sort of territory, you know. Yeah, maybe you leave. Maybe you leave the U.S., but you don't necessarily enter anywhere else. Yeah, I would agree. Okay. Um. So I I had something I wanted to say before we before we toast. Yeah, no, I I, I I don't. I'm trying oh, to remember. remember. I don't uh, know if I can help you with that. No, you can't. But uh, I think today we're gonna talk about um, engineering related stuff. Finally, we've mentioned it probably every episode, and have never actually talked about it. Yeah. We, this is like this is like what we're interested in. We're gonna be getting full time jobs in the not so far away future. Unless the podcast blows up and we don't need one. Yeah, but that, <laughs> we're doing well. We're, we're not. Yeah, we're, we're doing, doing well, well, but we're not planning on. No. Still, you know. We gotta work. Yeah. Um, we still have to work. So I guess my first question would be, why are you an engineering student? What got oh, you into engineering? Oh, this is like an interview question. Yeah, it's like a, but it's right, informal because so I'm not yeah, wearing a suit and tie. <laughs> yeah and all right so i guess my my interest in engineering started with a unrealistic expectation of what an engineer was okay so i kind of thought the engineer was the typical rocket scientist the typical like uh, guy building things yeah and so that's when i like got into it and i was probably in high school because i don't really tell you what you do in college when you're in high school and so yeah, I think I, I dedicated to the unrealistic expectation, and then I got to college, started taking classes, and realized it was absolutely nothing of what my expectation was. But I still, like, I just 
instead of being disappointed, I just grew a new appreciation for what engineers do. And I, I like it. I enjoy it a lot. Yeah, I, I think I agree with you. The, the unrealistic expectation, like when you're a kid and you're like, oh, I, like an engineer I be like, an builds astronaut. Yeah. huge things and like sends rockets to the moon. Like, yeah. But it's not like it's just one person. It's like... No, we do a lot. There's a lot of calculation. A lot of shit work involved with being yeah, an engineer. Yeah, it's just like what percentage is actual engineering versus like consulting, meetings. It's like, you, like I guess our, like we probably had similar expectations where you're going to be like sitting making things like all Yeah, day. yeah. But like when you get to it, you're like... It's like a third, it's like, a third of your work is like design. Oh, things. maybe not. Maybe. Uh, maybe not. I don't even think it's a third. We both We both did work for companies over the summer. Um, so even, even hearing in school, what you're, what you technically do as an engineer is nothing what it's like when you actually get into the field and you start yeah. doing it. Granted, we were interns, so we probably did a lot of things that, things that just like second people didn't want to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but regardless, uh, yeah. So do you have anything else to add of, of why you became an engineer or you want to become I mean, an engineer? I always thought that like just machines were cool i guess that's okay. why i'm a mechanical and any sort of yeah, we're machine. both mechanical by the way but like yeah the idea of being able to design things to just like that move around yeah like the dynamic machines the typical cliche statement of, of making like a, the world a better place <laughs> yeah but i'm, I'm kind of steering towards like aerospace and stuff yeah i want to i don't know aerospace and defense yeah is, is my uh um just like some of the things like something about like the Top Gun movies just like yeah. bring something out and you you're like imagine if you got to contribute to a, even a small piece of that puzzle. Oh yeah. You put your you could sign your name on one of those documents. Yeah, that, that would, would just do it be for me. that would be so crazy. It I mean, yeah, me. like I'm never going to be able to fly one, but it's yeah. the contribution that makes it interesting, I think. And whether that be like working on planes or ships, I don't really know. I'm kind of interested in both, you know. Yeah. I think naval propulsion is cool too with the nuclear aspect. Yep. But um Do you think we'll figure some of that stuff out in our lifetime? What do you mean? Uh like we touched on I don't want to bring up like past stuff that we've talked about. Well yeah, we you mentioned can. like the helical engine. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Nu- nuclear powered engines and stuff. It, it's all great in theory, but you just can't you can't protect its habitants from radiation caused by nuclear power. Yeah, and I guess that's why we're still using fuel right gas yeah yeah um you can't really get around that it's no. at what cost like are these pe- these people would ha- have to sign a waiver they're like yeah when you use this helical engine you're gonna go to mars probably gonna can get I just, some- wait can i just explain something can we clear something up yeah for everyone who's afraid of nuclear power it's it's all it's all outsourced scares there's nothing to be afraid of with nuclear power there has been zero deaths due to nuclear power in the United States, ever. You see the Three Mile Island documentary on Netflix? No. Neither have I. What's that? Three Mile Island is like, it's a nuclear meltdown. But but even like Example, the worst, no one died, even like horrible nuclear of... meltdowns, aside from nuclear bombs, but as, like nuclear plant meltdowns, I mean the death toll, do you realize how many thousands of people die each year to... Fossil fuel powered. What did nuclear, we say? What did we say it was? It was like a hundred and something thousand a year. Yeah, it was and like it was 180. Like sixty from Chernobyl. In its no, entirety. I think it was like two from Chernobyl. Two and then, directly, right? And then, and then it was like, like sixty after. Less than a hundred. Yeah. Afterwards, which yeah. is crazy because we were we were super surprised. 
at that. Yeah, and they come out with this, like, have you watched the documentary? Well, is it a documentary? Like Chern- the TV show? Chernobyl. Chernobyl, yeah. No. Because even that, they, they just dramatize well, yeah, the shit out of it. It's scare tactics. I don't know if it's scare tactics. It's just no, like- it is scare tactics. It's because if we... If all of our if all of our power plants were nuclear power, no one would make any money. We wouldn't make any money on oil. We wouldn't make any money on gas we because we wouldn't need it anymore. We wouldn't be able to raid Middle Eastern countries for oil anymore. <laughs> How unfortunate would that be? Oh, that's another topic. Yeah, that definitely is another topic. That, that's a that's a um, wormhole. Yeah, that's one that you're never gonna. But like, you know, as a, like right now, we're asking the OPEC countries to produce more oil for us. Yeah. But like. We have technology to produce enough power for our country. We just don't have the ability to mine it. Yeah. Too many environmental restrictions. Well, I, like, I'm uh, not for it. Well, but I'm not. I'm not. I know you're. Are you talking about like our own fossil fuels? Yeah, and even point? even easily accessible ones that we just can't get here. I think. I think my point is more like, like we could nuclearize the entire. <laughs> That sounds we wrong. We could nuke the country. <laughs> we could provide sustainable, environmentally friendly nuclear power to the entire United States and not have to use fossil fuels necessarily. I mean, you definitely the, not as much and be energy independent again. Yeah. Which, regardless of what you think of fossil fuels and pollution, was probably far better in terms of our mining technology than anything that the Middle East can produce. The other thing about nuclear power is... It produces a consistent amount of power at all times. See, coal and, and gas power, natural gas power, and, and other forms of producing power, totally dependent on the purity of the fuel, dependent on how much you burn, dependent on so many different factors, and it's just unpredictable. Yeah. Well, like, we, we produce excess power. Occasionally, we don't produce enough power. And the price of... You can look it up. The price of, of oil and natural gas fluctuates by the second yeah, like it's a it's true. like a stock Remember it's when like it went negative yeah it's, it's literally like a like a a trade yeah. that you do and it's it's just companies bid on on the fuel to produce the power well that's, whereas nuclear you just produce power you just produce the same amount of power and consistent. then the waste is what's the waste of a nuclear power plant like a single uranium rod yeah and they that's like, used up yeah and then they dispose of it by digging a massive or not even a massive hole they just stored away very very deep underground yeah. somewhere that people can't access which is what's wrong with that people can't access it i don't know i think that's a small price to pay honestly if you put For, if you bury yeah. uranium, and they last forever they i mean they they last a long time yeah and if you if you it's bury not, uranium rods in the middle of the desert then it's conservation of mass man the uranium's already on the planet yeah it's just it's already there you're gonna use it yeah um i think you said something about like intermittent energy production something similar yeah. to that i think yeah. that, that's like the problem with wind and solar right because like it's not guaranteed it's yeah not always, you're never oh my god i just destroyed the microphone <laughs> okay so it's not always windy it's not always sunny so like how do you create how do you make up for the fact that you're not creating energy during those the low wind wow. periods or like like when it's cloudy like and for then an entire you get day these, like you get these storms where you're creating too much wind yeah and you could tear down every single you tear down the turbines or they shut down because they're spinning too fast. Yeah. It's like, they, I, I, honestly, in order to get a good efficiency out of, out of wind and solar, like it has to be ideal conditions. It can't be moderate conditions. 
my god. The thing is going crazy right I'm now. I'm gonna go get that before it goes off again. Will it go off again? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So my my clothes in the dryer. Oh, okay. So what Tyler was talking about, like uh, perfect conditions. That's kind of a necessity for like wind and solar. So I think it's not like they don't try to put wind farms in places that are going to be ideal. Like they map it out so that the wind speed will be semi-consistent and the like water speed won't be too bad. <laughs> it won't fluctuate too much and create problems. But like you have a Category 5 hurricane like the one that just hit Florida and the South Coast. Like that's just – you can't really prevent that. Like you don't know right, that that's going to happen. So what do you do? With a Red Bull. What do you do in a situation like that when you're entirely dependent on a certain form of energy? Same thing happened in Texas. You remember when that snowstorm hit? Was that like two years ago? It was the last year. I think it was 21, right? I missed a good portion of this conversation, but wait, I'm sorry. Where? I'm talking about like they try to place these wind farms in areas that are good and yep. like produce will produce consistent power, but you can't be perfect. And no. storms. Like the snowstorm that was in Texas. Oh yeah, yeah, and, like, yeah. All the that was like shut not down too long. Like, yeah, yeah, that was like energy. last year, I think. I think it was. I think it was twenty twenty one. Yeah, like that's crazy. Yeah. How does that? Like, how do you make up for that? Like they're just these turbines are just frozen. And it, yeah, well, yeah. Considering how much, how much of the grid they power, you mm-hmm. can't send that energy. Because when you think about it, these plants, well, they the plants send their power to a grid. And then the grid sends the power to the public or to businesses. Yeah. But there's only so many plants going to that grid. So when you get a grid that goes completely out, it's not guaranteed that you have enough plants to send enough power to power all those homes, businesses, and such. Right, right. So what is your what is your backup power? It's just right now your only backup generator, power is... generator, fire, and gas. Yeah, a generator <laughs> that uses fossil fuels. But like... If you're trying to power something in cold environments, like Canada has so much untouched land, but like you can't really put wind farms there. It's too cold. So yeah, you'd destroy them. You'd freeze them up if they weren't spent. The, the cold is not something that's really conducive to creating electricity. Mm. It's just like if those things freeze up, then no As, one's You know what? Energy. Aside from the, the inefficiency of them, I, I just don't think people understand the concept of clean energy. Yeah, because it's like even like clean energy, wind, solar doesn't produce any like net zero emissions, whatever. But I don't what think, is net zero? Emissions but net really zero, mean? what does it take to produce these? Because I can guarantee you, they're using fossil fuels to produce them. And then when you dispose of them, um, there's there's products in those that you can't dispose of that you end up burying in a landfill. Yeah. And per pound is going to be more than a nuclear plant. I would assume. Don't quote me on that, but. I would assume it's more waste than what a nuclear plant would be. Well, it's like... It's just people don't want to live near a nuclear plant. Yeah, but like... Then the same the same people that probably don't want to live near a nuclear plant probably don't want to... Be, they're like, oh, I don't want to see windmills in the ocean see windmills, when I go to yeah. the beach. It's like... Or I don't want to waste all this land to a solar farm. That's the other thing. Yeah. Actually, that's the other thing with wind solar. and solar. Is, space. Do you know how much farmland we're taking away? Agriculture land? To, how many, to make these farms. How many fields have you seen in the last couple of years that are, were empty and now they're full of solar fields? Full of, yeah. So many. Like, almost everywhere I know. And you're wondering why the price of an avocado is through the roof. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> are you an avocado guy? No, 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 no. But I, I saw something about we can't, like, import avocados from Mexico anymore. 
So they shot up the price of avocados in oh, the United States. That makes sense. Uh, but, but regardless, avocados aside, uh, f- I mean, just vegetables and and farm agriculture grown products yeah. are just going up in price anyway. Well, they have a they have a great marketing strategy. Like speaking of which, like I have a field at my house. I don't know how many acres it is. What do you, you grow anything? No, this is like a it's like a hay field. Let's say like a hay okay. field. And so some solar company like reached out to my family and was like, we'll pay you no. to put solar panels on there. No. Like they, I don't know, like X amount of money, right? Like that's a good Yeah, strategy. it's a good deal, yeah. People are like, well, I'm not using it anyway. So like, yeah, you can put solar panels here and pay me every single year to have them there. Like, yeah. W- would the average person that's not using that say no? Like you have all these empty lots. and No, oh, most like, people would say yes, I would you think. Like tens of thousands of dollars a year to have their solar panels there. Like you're not going to say no. pay your property tax and probably more. Right. So do you, that's just like they just have that money to just When they do that, do you still have access to the land? Yeah. Can you like, still go on the land? I think it's like a lease kind of deal. Like they're still paying you. Mhm. But like obviously you can't go and fuck with their solar panels, you know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that's going to happen. Like Yeah. But like that's a good strategy. You just go and find you're driving around, you see this field. You find the owner, you're like, I'll pay you. I don't think however many thousands of dollars per year this guy's like well i'm not using this field might as well put solar panels it's kind of a win-win in a way for them and for you for them and for you because they're making way more money than they're paying you oh yeah and you're but also you're you're not using the land but you're you're still making money yeah and you don't have to like pay for them to build it yeah i think it's just the attraction if they offer you um hook up to the solar panels i mean i already have solar panels on my roof i don't know that i would do it if they didn't offer me hook up yeah, you think that's part of the deal? Yeah, that'd be kind and of shitty. And the money. <laughs> like, hey, man, can I use your land? But you also still have to pay for your own power. Mm-hmm. But and like, I'm paying you way less than I'm making. That also locks you in, though. Like, say it's a lease. Mm. Like, you're leasing them the land. But, like, it's not like they can just pack up and deconstruct all these solar panels that they put on, like, 30 acres of land. It's like, that's there, and it's going to stay no, there. No, honestly, they probably designed the lease to be as long as the solar panels will last. Like 20 years. I think that's something like what that. What a fucking kick in the balls that would be. Your lease is five years. Solar panels last 20. After five years, you're like, all right, sorry, I don't want these here well, anymore. Well, yeah, like what if you ever want to sell your property for someone to someone that, I don't know, wants to build a house or something? Yep. And you can't because you've got solar panels on it. Yeah, so I guess it has its pros and cons. Yeah, but I mean, what are your thoughts on like solar panels on houses? Do you have solar panels? Uh, No, I have the perfect house for solar panels, though. You haven't had somebody with a little book come to your door oh no i've had binder. plenty of people come to my house to get <laughs> solar panels. witnesses <laughs> yeah uh do you have a moment to talk about our lord and savior jesus christ <laughs> no but uh yeah yeah i've like, had plenty of people come I and it's it's uh ultimately not my decision because right. it's not my house uh-huh. but uh it's been a thought for a while and i think ultimately you don't start making money for a while off of it like it's going to end up costing you more in the long run? No, no, it'll cost... It, you'll end up making money in the long run. You'll pay them oh, off. But, it's but like, like, the initial cost is pretty high. Capital costs. Capital costs, yeah, <laughs> are pretty high. Yeah, and I, I guess that's where they get you. They're like, well, in, like, 10 years, you'll have made this amount of money, and you'll be at, like, this negative... This credit for energy that you Yeah, but what happens when I have to redo my roof in four years? Right. Um, well, I guess, like... I think now they have like some technology, like it's like integrating the solar panels with the roof, so like the rain isn't necessarily affecting your roof as much. That's the other but thing. I don't we, know. We live in an area expert. that gets snow. 
And those solar panels don't work if they're covered in snow. Right, right. My dad has to like brush them off. Oh, uh, so you have solar? Like, yeah, they're supposed to like heat up and it slides off, but like the way that they're put together, it doesn't. They catch yeah. on like these little lips on the solar panels. So, so it's not perfect. This is kind of funny. Um, in order for that to work effectively, you should like put lines in your solar panel so the heat hits the solar panel itself and expands out mm-hmm. and it'll warm up the solar panel. Yeah. When I, uh, in high school, when I was playing baseball, if there was snow on the field, we would have a practice where we'd all get out. We had to bring boots to practice and we'd all get out and stand in a line across the whole field and we would just scoot our feet and put lines all in the turf. And then <laughs> that way the sun would hit it and melt it for tomorrow's practice. Yeah. Or else there'd still be snow on That's the field. That's true. Yeah. It was great. It's good. It was like a leg workout. And also snow just reflects the heat, right? Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. It was turf, especially. You get those little black mm. pellets and they start heating Oh, my heating God. Out. It gets so hot. It gets wicked. You can see the heat coming off <laughs> yeah, of turf fields. Yeah, that's true. That's a, yeah, that's yeah. a smart idea. Actually, was it? No, it was grass. Yeah, but grass still absorbs yeah, heat better okay. than snow. Snow just doesn't. Yeah, but... Like when you walk outside, it reflects snow, off. Snow oh, after you, being blind, you get sunburnt in the winter. Like, well, hmm, why am I seeing green right now? Yeah, you get sunburnt in the winter. I can't see in the winter. I can't see at night and I can't see in the winter. What do you mean by can't see? My night vision, horrible. Really? Yeah, like I drive at night. Oh, don't even get me started when it's raining. I mean, I might as well just close my Dude, eyes. I'm not drive. excited for driving at night in the winter. Like driving no. back from work at like 4.30. It's dark. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but in the winter, just the reflection of the sun off of the snow blinds me. Oh yeah, absolutely. Sunglasses doesn't help. Don't. Sunglasses don't help. No. I mean, it's only English. It's like tint. It's like a limited percentage of production. Yeah. Like you can't look into the sun when you have sunglasses. Maybe I'll get a tint, like a drop tint windshield. I like sun, (laughs) just get a windshield in your face. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, get one of those like full face glasses. (laughs) Yeah, that's a yeah, I think those look cool. They're pretty slick. Let's get some pit vipers. I do have pit vipers. You are you're a pit viper guy. Yeah, I got one side is like it's loose, so it like spins easy. It's kind of annoying, but I don't own any pit vipers. That, what? I don't own any pit vipers. Are you anti pit viper? I'm not anti pit. Well, there was like a little scandal that went on. Oh, the Easter thing. Was it? Is it what? What happened? They like, were like talking shit about Easter, and then oh, they like deleted yeah. the tweet. I I never saw it, so I didn't know what it was, but. Yeah, Whatever. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about um, companies. Here. I'd like to separate my my liking for companies with their views. I mean, that's general. I feel like that's not something that's like abnormal. Like you believe yeah. a certain thing and you think something. So if you think something's like against your supposed morals, like you're probably not going to support them. Right. How like do you feel about? If there's a company that's like pro Second Amendment, pro whatever, and then someone doesn't like guns then obviously they're probably not likely to go and buy from this company you know yeah but i will see that that's my point is i like to not i like to not do that i like to separate those thoughts like yeah i try to do because there's certain products like um, that are just good yeah like you have to like yeti yeah yeti's a good product yeah and i think there's some things we don't align with probably but you gotta give them credit for you can't yeah you can't deny that's a good product how do you feel about actors getting political because uh, I know some people who will look at an actor, they come out with a political statement, and then the person doesn't like it and just won't watch any movies from. Let me take a drink anymore. before I say this. Okay, because I have some things to say about this topic as well. Um. Well, obviously, actors have the right to say what they want, right? You're, mm. you're a free person, freedom of speech. Like yep. you can preach to your whatever, but like, 
I think coming out and like saying, oh my god, I keep hitting the mic, like bashing a bunch of people for supporting supporting this theoretical viewpoint, right? I'm not gonna say anything what it is, but like, yep, you some of you might be able to get an idea. Um, as long as we don't say it, it's not real. Yeah, and you come out and bash this one side of this viewpoint, right? You're bashing like, let's say half the country because I feel like we're pretty politically divided in this country. You mm. bash half the people in this country and you're like on your moral high horse and you're like, you were friends with Harvey Weinstein for 20 years and you supported <laughs> him and like now you're going to come and judge like all these other people? Like, come on. Like, all right. Yeah, I went off on a tangent, but like no, no, no. yeah, no, I get people. it, I get it. Here's here's what I was thinking. Uh, there's a particular actor who I I very much enjoy watching. A lot of great movies. Uh, I'm not gonna. Is. You can guess, but I'm not gonna tell you. If oh, okay, then never mind. I won't okay. guess. Um, and he came out with a Interstellar. No, <laughs> no, no. I'm going the opposite direction here. Okay, okay. He came out. Sorry, I just hit your mic too. He came I, out with a. Um, this past election came out with. Well, let me preface this with uh, multi-million subscribers on social media. Okay. Came out with a political endorsement. Like I, it was a. It wasn't like a, a support. It was a full-on. Oh, endorsement. you already mentioned this. Did I? Yeah, Dwayne. Okay, yeah, maybe I did okay. mention it. So yeah, it's fine. You can. Talk okay, about yeah, it. yeah. So. Uh, you know, you come out here and, and even if like, like 10, 20% of his following doesn't get into politics at all, Yeah. but they you support to- his endorsement just cause they like him as an actor. It- See, I, I think that's wrong because I know he came out with those statements with the intentions of influencing his followers votes. And then you get these people who like get up on stage at like what is it, the Grammys and the Emmys? What are those? And they give Oscars. this fucking political ass statement. Like you're not there for that at all. You're there for to award people for good acting. You're not there to fucking persuade your fans into a political agenda that they know nothing about. That's when I get pissed. Yeah. But even then, um, I'm gonna mention Leo specific. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that was like huge, and that like pissed me off. I love Leo as an actor. I think he's a fucking. He, I think he's one of the best actors out there. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm not saying. Do you that, disagree? No, I'm not saying that he is or isn't. I think he's a good actor. I think yeah, I think he's a really good actor. Um, but it's just stuff like that well, where I know it, I know what you're talking about. And I I'll still watch his movies. I yeah. will. But I just I think it's things like that where it's just you need to separate your personal life with your political and business well you know it's also a hypocr- hypocritical thing right because i think that you're mentioning the speech because well, i'm talking not here about, right like, now <laughs> talking about no 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 because okay. he, he was mentioning the speech about like climate change and like water levels yeah. rising and all that stuff right but he's gonna go back and fly his private jet around the mm. world wherever he wants yep but he's gonna tell people oh my god i hit the mic again he's gonna tell people that don't own private jets that are just driving every day in their cars to work trying to make ends meet that they need to reduce their environmental impact when he's he's got a massive carbon footprint that is worth like 20 average people he's got a multiple he'll, mansions. he'll take a 20 minute flight so he doesn't have to take a 40 right, minute right, drive yeah you, have, yeah you have actors and celebrities that take mm. 20 minute private jet flights to and from their house to i feel wherever. like even i wouldn't do that no i i like driving yeah plus like if i ever had that much money i would have like the the garage that would make me want to drive instead of fly. Well, yeah, I mean, and even like we're not consciously thinking about like our environmental impact, but we're, we're, I feel like 
we're not snobs. No, we're and not we're, assholes about the environment. Well, like, like, and, like, a thing about engineers, we just, like, understand things. Like, understand yeah. how things work. You're not going to be like, oh, I'm going to take my private jet 10 minutes. Like, is that logical? No. No? So, at all. some point, logic it's has also, to come into the conversation. Like, I feel like it's just highly inconvenient. I mean, granted, it's a private jet, so you don't have to go through the whole, like, TSA process. And yeah, stuff. yeah. It but it's be, also... You still have to, like, hop, like, prep for takeoff, clear the runway, contact flight control... And most of these people, when they go somewhere in a car, don't drive anyway. They're sitting in yeah. a, a Rolls Royce in the back with a yeah, bottle of champagne. Like, yeah, they're not driving anywhere. Uh, I personally, I would never do that. I mean, on the other hand, no, I would never have someone drive me. That, I think that's so. No, weird. that's weird. Yeah, that's I, like I will never get an autonomous like, car ever. You will never see. Oh, me. I will never yeah. get an electric car either. I want a. Well, I won't. there's a well, lot. Of, there's a lot of cars. I, I can't want, say but. that about electric cars because I am like. There's something about the plaid Tesla that's just like 1.9 uh, to 60. I, it, but it sucks. You can't hear anything. I like, love the sound of like engines. a American, like a V8. Yeah. So yeah. it's like I, uh, I will hold myself to this. I will never get an electric car. I would get a hybrid, and yeah, not like a not cool. like a Prius hybrid. Yeah. Or, I'm talking like, like like a McLaren P1 hybrid. Yeah, that's cool. Because you get the acceleration of an electric car, and then you get the top end of a, a gas car. Uh, but I have just a extensive list of cars I want to own in the future. Yeah, me and too. I can tell you that not a single one on that list is an electric yeah, car. Yeah, I guess I guess there's a lot of things on my list before like a Tesla. And the way I look at it is in terms of gas prices and environmental impact. If I have the money to afford the garage I want, I'm not worried about paying for gas. That's true. But if you're like if you can't buy those 20 cars and like gas is like $10 a gallon, like at some point that's going to affect, but you just never consider it. I'm not saying I'm sinking to a certain level of You're like, talking about the extremes here, man. Of like breaking my own personal opinions for it. It's like, it's not like I'm not considering All it. All right. Well, here's the thing. Like I said, like I said, daily. Let's talk uh, a daily, like a 30 minute commute back and forth from work. Even then I'd get like a... I would get a decent car that's I'd get a Geo on Metro. Gas. Oh. <laughs> you don't know what a Geo Metro is? No. Hold on. Dude. Geo Metro hatchback specifically. It's like Ugh. <laughs> looks like an old Civic. Like a shortened Civic. It kinda looks like a like a little bit thicker CRX. Put it on some bags, what about some a, sweet rims. What a uh what about those what are those weird cars with like the back wheel half covered? Oh, an Insight. An Honda Insight, Insight yeah. yeah. Honda Insight. Those are like, it's like a, the Honda Prius. It came out at a similar okay. time. Um, no, in that case, I would probably get something that's decent on gas and still like but decently. S- yeah, but you'd consider hybrid. I just I just think there's something about the instant torque. Well, no, when I say hybrid, it's, when I say hybrid, it's, I'm not talking and. about like a, I'm not talking about like a Prius hybrid or like you're ta- Toyota I know, Highlander. You're talking about like McLaren P1. I'm talking about like a. A performance car that uses hybrid to its its advantage, mm-hmm. and then for all you people that are like, "Oh, hybrids are way better for the environment." How the fuck do you think they're producing that energy to power your car? Those are coming straight from coal and gas plants. Yeah, well, I mean that's the issue of not being energy independent. We're buying oil from all these other countries. When you and go we to a Tesla power ourselves. station to charge your car, that energy doesn't just come out of nowhere. Well, yeah, that, and that's the problem, like, in California, right? They're telling you to not charge your Tesla. Not charge your car. But then they, they came out. Uh, what's well, There was a state that said by this year you will not be able to purchase gas, gas 2030, cars. 2030. 2030, sure you 2030, can't. Yeah. Is it you can't own or you can't purchase? <clears throat> you can't purchase new gas cars. You can only purchase 
pre-owned gas cars, but new has to be electric. Do you know how much the price of cars are going to go up in that area? Yeah. The pre-owned gas cars are going to skyrocket. Gonna like black market. Like someone's going to go to like Montana, Ooh, buy a new think? car, drive it back to California. What are going to At that point you're going to live the, in California. What's going to happen to the thousands of gas stations? California. In you California. think they'll be converted to like? Oh, there's got to be tens returners. of thousands of gas stations yeah. in California, right? I don't know. Well, they can't not have gas stations if they're still going to allow people to buy. Like they're going to go out of business, though. It's going to be more to maintain and purchase the gas than right, they're making. Right. And and gas has an expiration date. They can't keep it around forever. Yeah, it goes bad after like a year. It starts yeah. to like lose its. It starts to separate. I think that's the it's, issue. Yeah, it separates and then. Well, the alcohol will evaporate off and sit at the top of your tank, and then... And then when you open it, it'll go... <laughs> I saw this guy, I saw this video of this guy on a motorcycle. It was a super hot day. You ever, like, touch a gas can when it's been sitting in the sun? It's, like, blown up, and it's yeah, so yeah. dangerous. But he was, like... He pulled over because it was super hot out and opens his gas tank, and it was just a fountain of gas that came yeah, out of his Yeah, I mean, tank. that's why I don't want to, like... You shouldn't leave gas cans in the sun. No, but like no, you I should. Mean, well, heat in general. Some days are just so hot you can't really help it. But like even in my like, you leave it in the shed for long enough in the heat, yeah. it'll still blow up. It's mm-hmm. just because it, it, it the gas evaporates and. <clears throat> uh, let me catch my words here, or gather myself. So another thing about electric, like, what do you think about trucks and like towing capacity? Because I just saw something Ooh, about the Tesla, the Tesla. Well, not necessarily the Tesla trucks, but that's also part of the conversation. Okay. Um, like the new uh, Ford Lightning. I read this oh. story that this guy got sixty-eight miles with the extended battery. Pulling the pulling the boat or boat, something. Yeah. yeah, he got like sixty-eight miles. That's that is that's bullshit. That is horrendous. Where are you, you going to go in sixty-eight miles? I mean, and that's one way. Like. Like, he, I don't know where he was going, maybe, like, on a trip. Maybe it was just a test. He's like, oh, I just bought this new Lightning. Let's see how far I can tow my boat. Yeah. 68 miles on a full charge. Not full tank, full charge. It's okay. Probably fine. Um, Yeah, that's just, like, and I imagine the technology will be better in a few years. And, like, the Tesla trucks, the Tesla semis are going to be designed to tow a certain weight. So like they have to have. He he said something about they're guaranteed to not break down for. Was it a? It was I think it was over a million miles. Really? Yeah. That's pretty good though, but we don't know. We don't have like test data for like towing a trailer, a fully loaded trailer, because we know the effect that increased weight has on electric motors. It just like allows you to travel like. A very small fraction of the distance before the weight was added. But yeah, I mean, Teslas in general are pretty reliable, right? They say that the battery is good for like 300,000 miles, right? 10 years, yeah. 300,000 miles, something like that. But I think. Maybe my numbers were off. They have a that regenerative braking. You know what that is? Yeah, when you brake, like it that's, uses that's, the. That's inertia good innovation. To, or the, not the inertia, the uh, kinetic energy to charge the yeah, battery. Yeah, like that's, that's good innovation. Right. I think well, cars do that now. That's not. A, that, yeah, that's not. Well, you like, can't do that in a gas car, can you? Well, F one cars. That's how they charge their. Uh, what's it called? HUD. No, not HUD. They have like a. Like a boost. I. What's it called? Hold on. Uh, but it charges when you brake. Interesting. That's smart. Yeah. That's good innovation. I think that's uh. Exactly where. 
that's like something that's good about the innovation of electric cars. I think that's something that came out of it. Mm. I don't know. Um, K E R S. I don't know if you pronounce it Kers or Kers. or K E R S. It seems like it would be Kers. But yeah, it charges using brake kinetic energy, and then hmm. if you're coming off of a corner and you're going slow, you can hit it, and it gives you like a torque boost. But how do you feel about uh like Formula E or like reducing down? I miss the I miss the twelve cylinder, ten cylinder F one cars. Yeah, I think that when you're talking about performance, I think in performance, um, like performance auto racing, I think that engines are like a they're a lock. Like they have to be a lock. Like yeah, the sound, the energy, like you feel the the power. You want to feel them going by, yeah. Yeah, like you feel it in your chest. Like if, I don't know if you've ever been to top fuel drags. Never to a top fuel drag, that's, but I've been to several. I've been to some races, um, and I, you, you feel it. That's louder than F one even. And F one, I've never been to yep. F one, but like that will kill your ears. You ever been to a Monster Jam? Sorry. Yes. Those yeah, are yeah. those are loud too. Yeah. Um. But top fuel, like ten thousand horsepower cars, you're like it was zero to three hundred in like two seconds. Yeah. Like that's just nuts. I mean, those are like you, jet engines. Yeah. Tell them. Yeah. But, I mean, jet engines too. Like if. You see the guys wearing like the super jacked up headsets mm. when they're out in the um, airfield, you know the salt flats. Yeah, like the the fastest car in the world. Would it's you like take powered. if you had a really fast car? What's your like? What's your dream car? Unrealistic dream car, like uh, like too much money. Koenigsegg Agera RS probably. Okay, I think that's a pretty good dream car. Because I, I like Koenigsegg before they went to the. The one drive transmission. Something about like the, the one to one is sick though. Well, no, the one to one doesn't have the one drive. It's the um, oh 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 the uh, the uh, Regera. Yeah, the Regera, and then the the Jesco. Jesco has it. Yeah. Yep. But sorry. Um. All right. So back to my question. <laughs> if you own that car one day, would you like take it to the salt flats to get a top speed? Because then you're, I don't like, think so. You're destroying the car with salt. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's already like a top speed. It's like 283, I think. Yeah, but you would be the one to hit it. I mean, maybe I'd, I'd no, like. No, I think like, it's higher than that. I think it's. I think it's higher than that. For the. I think yeah, it's three three. Two seventy seven point eight. Oh okay. I mean, it's still that. That's, that's, <laughs> oh wow, that's so yeah. Oh, slow. it's so slow. Yeah. Um. But, uh, I feel like if I had a car, that was that expensive, I want. Uh, I'm a. I like McLarens. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like McLarens more until I heard they're all, I supposedly all hand put together, and so you get imperfections and like body panels and like panel gaps and stuff. Yeah. Uh, which is like it has its pros and its cons. Like you know it's put together by hand, but also mm-hmm. you don't want that kind of imperfection on a car that you're spending that much money on. But I would want um a P1 or a or a Senna, and I wouldn't take that to assault. I would. I don't know if I'd drive it. I feel like it would just be a display item. What about your realistic dream cars that you would drive, like you would daily, or you would drive quite often? I I could name. I could name a couple. Uh, like a. Like a twenty. Fourteen GT five hundred Super Snake. Okay. Or like, like um, a crowd killer. <laughs> uh, I knew you were gonna say that. Uh, or like a. Like a ZL1 Camaro. So you're an American muscle guy. 
Yeah. I don't... It's some... Mm. I mean... You know that European V8s sound different. And yeah, well, like, it, I mean, it's like... It's flat plane versus, like... I like inline sixes. Like a twin turbo and, like, a GT3 RS or a GT3 Oh, RS. yeah, yeah, I yeah. would take a GT, GT3 RS or oh, a you GT2 mean, like, a flat RS. six? Yeah, flat six. Yeah, yeah. Um, Similar. And then a GTR. Yeah. R35. <clears throat> um, and then... Um, this is going to sound so stereotypical, but I want a rotary someday. I want like an RX-7. Interesting. So I'm a, I am like JDM cars. I'm not like the, oh, I want a Mark IV Supra and I want a yeah, R34 Skyline. But last episode, just don't be, we're not like stereotypical. It's just like. No, no, no. But uh, uh, a rotary is definitely, just because it's unique. It's unique and it's, I the, the idol is just music to That's my like, ears. It's like pinnacle of automotive engineering, right? What was it though? Because it you got a lot of hate. It didn't really kick off. I don't think it's super efficient either, but you can get so much power. No, no, it's oh. very efficient. Oh, is it? Very efficient, uh, not super okay. reliable, and then Redacted. no one just knew how to fix them. The mm. reason it was so efficient is because you could get multiple cylinders in the same size that you could get. Yeah, and you like, could get it out of like one shaft. Because you really, I mean, instead of a piston, piston cylinder equating for one piston, you would have... It was essentially a triangle that would do the work of three pistons. Yeah, yeah. Instead of the piston going up once, creating an explosion, you have a, it would rotate, a triangular and then it would, rotor it would hit, that hit, goes hit. around that's a chamber. Why the, yeah, that's why the idle is so fast, and you can get them up to like what, like ten, twelve thousand RPMs. Yeah, um, yeah. I you can get so much power out of something so small. Yeah, like when you open the hood of like a RX seven, you're like, huh, it's tiny. Where's the engine? Yeah, where is it? Uh, Until you realize it produces... Oh, yeah. you know what else I want? I want a sequential gearbox in one of my cars. Like yeah, I, I would cool. build... Even though I would never have the balls to rally drive, mm. I want to build a rally car. You yeah. get like a, like a Fiesta, like a Ford Fiesta, and you just rally... You just straight cut gears in a sequential gearbox. Yeah. I want to hear my transmission yeah, more that, than I hear sound, my engine. It would sound so cool. Honestly, you just like banging through them. Yeah. Oh, are you a, are you a turbo flutter or a supercharger wine guy? I like turbo flutter. Okay. I mean, turbos have so so much more potential. Potential. Well, than... no, they. Well, I I think they both have their pros and their cons because turbo is delayed power. I think the like the boost. From the turbo is just like. But the you rush get would be... like supercharger. Like you get the same boost. But it's from the instant, second you hit right? the gas, it's instant. But then that's the... it. Yeah. But like something about a turbo, like once you hear the turbo and you just feel it. Pull. Yeah, it just starts. You just start spooling up. It's like up a crazy and, feeling. I yeah. don't think that. It's super, I've never driven it. I have a little. Charged, uh, but... I have a little EcoBoost inline four. Yeah. You can hear the turbo a little bit. My sister. It, I know it. It's like a tiny engine produces no. My power, brother had a little 1.3 liter Chevy Cruze with a little turbo. 1.3 liter. But that thing, like once you, it, like, yeah, it wasn't fast, but it was quick. Yeah, like, it was pulled, exactly. You could hear the yeah. Turbo. My sister had a Volvo XC70. Okay. With a 2.5 inline five turbo, those things have like a pretty big turbo. Oh yeah, yeah. Like you step on it, and you're like, Jesus! Like you don't yeah. expect it. No. And it's uh, pretty substantial, and it sound it, like the turbo was loud. Like those things sound so good. In I want to put a wastegate or like. I wanted to get an S60R but... instead of the car that I have, but like I wasn't. I don't know. I couldn't really find one that wasn't beat the shit with 200,000 miles. So. Yeah. Okay. I think we should segue to another topic. All right. So we're talking it. about speed, right? 
What about planes? Like speeded planes? Ooh. Like how is that developed? Like from an engineering standpoint, how is it developed from the first plane, like you know, Wright Brothers, to where we are now with fifth generation jet fighters? Well, the first plane was developed to go fast enough to get off the ground. It wasn't developed to go much faster than that. Yeah, right. And now it's how fast can we go without tearing the plane apart? Well, and I think now, like, I don't think speed is even their main priority. It's more stealth, right? Stealth, maneuverability, kind of. Because, like, yeah. the, the fastest plane was in, like, the 60s. I feel like, yeah, I feel like at some point, though, you worry, but, you don't worry about stealth when you can go faster than any projectile can hit you. Do you think that they have any, like, secret aircraft now that Absolutely. can travel faster than, like, missiles? Absolutely. Well, yeah. like, I, I guess even the SR-71, like, Project Archangel was, like, what created the SR-71. Skunk mm-hmm. Works, Lockheed Martin. Yep. And I've read some stories about the SR-71 being able to outrun, because they would, they would fly over Russia and take pictures because they didn't have satellites then. Mm-hmm. Or like I guess they had satellites, but not advanced satellite technology, and they thought taking a picture would be more accurate. And the SR-71 would outrun missiles; the uh, enemy planes would fire at it. Do you think they intended on fighters looking so fucking cool? Or do you think it was like literally engineering that made them look like that? Well, I think the the thing about the SR-71 is just that it has to be so sleek. I'm pretty sure it's made of like very high heat resistant titanium alloy mm. so well you remember that scene from black ops <laughs> no oh from top gun oh okay when he's going mach 10 and you yeah. literally start shearing off right. like and w- that was like that's the sr-72 right which is actually a design but it's supposed to be unmanned mm. um yeah so project arc archangel and project ox cart the cia's plane the sr-71 it was just a. It wasn't a fighter. It was just a reconnaissance spy plane. Cause like when you're flying at speeds that high, like you can't turn quickly. High G's. Yeah. So I mean, I think that's the issue nowadays. Do like, you think we'll our ever? Aren't that fast because they need to turn quickly. Do you think we'll ever find a way where humans won't be affected by G force? Like gravity reduction yeah. in an aircraft. Yeah. I just, I just don't. Well, it's like I can't me, imagine how that would happen. Well, to me, it's more like it's like the principle, like shock absorbers. Those didn't exist on the first cars. Yeah. And now, if you sit in the, I mean, I never personally have, but I've seen videos and such of people who sit in like the new, brand new, heavy haulers and like eighteen wheelers. Those seats. I mean, you could go over a speed bump at like eighty miles an hour, it. and you wouldn't feel a thing. Yeah, but they're I, like hydraulic seats. So could you engineer the same thing to think, not feel the force so. of gravity? I think if you're going to create something that's that fast, like I think the SR-72, they plan on having it go like Mach 4.6, which is 4.6 times the speed of sound. But like the hu- it's just the issues with the human body and the blood and the brain, like just got to take a toll on your just quick acceleration will just make you yeah. into a pile of flesh. Yep. To put it lightly. <laughs> Not lightly at all. That's just disgusting. No. But I, I I don't know. I didn't know that was Lockheed. Yeah, they're. I think they're planning to test it by like 2025. But it's not. They don't plan it. That, that's the Dark Star from Top Gun. It's yeah. Like based off the SR-72. Mm. But like. I'm surprised they got away with that. Top Gun? Yeah. 
putting it in there. And it said it had Lockheed Martin on the thing. I think did it? I think it was like a sponsored thing. Okay. It's not really, you know. I don't think <clears throat> Lockheed's as secretive as they were back in the '60s. Like I think I'm pretty sure Skunk Works is still a thing, but it's like they have a website and they tell you everything that they're doing, just not in really high detail. Like Lockheed's working on like laser weapons. Like high power lasers yeah. on pl- to be mounted on planes to shoot down other planes, and they they just put it on their website. They don't give away the technology. You no, know, we but... develop more ways to to live from missile, like more ways to combat missiles, and then more ways to shoot down shoot other planes. Down other planes. Like it's just a never ending loop of improving offense and then improving defense to combat the offense. Like, do you think we're ever gonna get to a point where there's like a a meta? <laughs> I hate that word. I hate that word. But do you think there's ever going to be like one area, one country, one military that develops something that can't be shot down or develops something that can't be avoided? Well, have you ever heard the saying, the best offense is a great defense? Yeah. But, but like, like, I guess in combat, if you have a plane that never gets shot down, then why do you have to worry about a strong Yeah, but offense? there's human error. So a plane that never gets oh, shot down would have, yeah. to be, would have to be computer automated and then, at that point then you run into issues at that like, point i'd be scared how do you feel oh my controller is lagging oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, controller died yeah uh we should talk about ai uh, at some ge- point general my controller died plane is flying directly <laughs> at the ground <laughs> sticky button sticky button sticky key forgot to clean my keyboard uh, <laughs> um what about how do you feel about ai and the development of artificial intelligence i don't like ai uh, I think that's we could like literally have a whole episode on that. Okay. But like, yeah. We'll, well, all right. We'll separate that because I got like to say if I could give well. just like a few sentences, I think AI is like it seems like a good idea. Like you could have the smartest thing ever, smarter than any person operating some device, like say an aircraft, and you train an AI to operate an aircraft in order to like evade enemies, shoot down planes. It's like, smart if it's smart enough to obey your orders. It's smart enough to disobey your orders. Yes. But we'll talk more. That's a good way to wrap it up. Yeah. We'll talk more. Yeah. <clears throat> but like, um, so the I think United States' most recent fighter is the, the F-35. Yeah. Which it's like, like it can hover, it can take off from without taxiing. But uh, it's like, it's not that fast. No. Um, I think it's... The other thing you have to understand is once these like, these these jets have missiles on them, but seriously, one shot from a machine gun, you put a hole in one of these things, it's not going to fly for much longer anyway. The F-35, the most, uh, that we know of. Advanced. The most advanced stealth fighter the United States military has can go 1,200 miles per hour. That's just quick. The SR-71, oh, hold on, I think it's like 2,700, 2,200, okay, I was a little bit. Dude, Overestimating twenty two hundred miles an hour. I gotta piss bad. You wanna go right now? Can you entertain our viewers and our listeners? I suppose I can entertain the viewers for about two minutes. If you hurry, I also have to go. But like, oh, okay. we're, we're getting towards the end. I we'll think. switch off. Kind of. Yeah. All right. You wanna just? No. Just you, keep going. Go, cause you're. It's gonna take over your mind. Go. Okay. I got this. All right. I have a train of thought though. Don't let me lose it. What's your train of thought?
So yeah, the SR seventy one could go twenty two hundred miles an hour. Um, it's, it wasn't a fighter though; it was reconnaissance. But the F thirty five is designed to be somewhat maneuverable, similar to the F twenty two. F twenty two, I think, greatly outpaces the F thirty five. F twenty two is just like the most advanced aircraft that I, in the world, as far as we know. Some people say that China's new J twenty is going to be good, but uh, they've been having a lot of problems with like thrust, and they keep trying to steal designs from the United States. <clears throat> people keep leaking aircraft designs into video game forums. Like, what is wrong with you people? Like, there's this game called War Thunder, and um, some person leaked classified tank schematics into the War Thunder forums so that the game could fix something that they did wrong when putting the model into the game. So that's just like, really people? Um, the United, most, uh, let me ca- I gotta catch myself sometimes. I just don't always know exactly what I'm saying. So the fastest manned aircraft that the United States have ever flown is the X-15, 4,520 miles per hour. But um, this is a scramjet rocket-powered aircraft, so it's not like a thruster. It's not. A, uh, it's a thruster. It's not a turbine. So this is just like a rocket. Like it has very small wings. I'm gonna put a picture in here to show you. Like this plane is not very maneuverable. Um, it was brought into the air by another plane, by like a freighter plane. And then it was dropped, and then it went and did its test, 4,500 miles per hour. But it wasn't taxiing off the airfield. Where are we? Uh, I'm talking about the X-15, 4,520 miles per hour. But it's a it's rocket-powered aircraft. It's not like it's not like a plane. It's, it's only like a rocket with a little yeah. bit. Yeah, it's not really a feasible design, um, 1967. I would want to, if I had way too much money someday, I would want to buy like a F-18. That'd be like cool. an older fighter. It, yeah. I saw, I was on, um, sorry, I was I'd on. Wanna, I'd want like a. Like a P forty seven, yeah. World War Two aircraft, yeah, or like a P four hundred. That's that's sketchy though, because every time you go I up, I don't know if I'd fly it. Just oh. like keep it in my See, yard. Yeah, as I'm gonna get my it. my pilot's license at some point. Oh, that actually, yeah, I want I want to too. Um, and I, I'm, like, I want a, a small passenger plane that I could you know take family around and such. Yeah, I, um, I've always considered like I really want to get my pilot's license. If I, I had like way too much money. I would get a, a fighter jet. And I saw one on Facebook Marketplace. $20 million. Dude, why do we always see crazy things on Facebook Marketplace? Like, I see like, I saw like a Centurion, a British Centurion tank on Facebook Marketplace for like a hundred grand. Like how many millions of dollars did that cost your government? And you're selling it for It's got to be a joke, dollars. right? It's got to be like- I don't think so. A regular, really? No, they just decommission it and someone like picks it up on like so, GovPlanet. I was talking to- uh, Sorry, I'm kind of going back to the whole no, it's okay. plan. Uh, I, I talked about my stuff. Uh, my dad, and I was like, hey, dad, you know, if I got my pilot's license someday, and I live far away, it's like, I want to move down south. Yeah. Um, oh, why would you want to do that? Really? I'm, I'm joking. Oh, I do too. Okay. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> you know, if I live down south, I want to get my pilot's license. If I had enough to get a plane, I would get a plane. Would you let me fly you and the family? to my house and he's like i don't i don't know like if if we this is such a bad thought and i don't know if i don't think he said this directly does he 
But it was is it just like jokingly not trusting you? It was well something along the lines of like if we go down, it's the entire family going down. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, but at that point, it's almost it's almost better. Yeah. Because if I like if I ever heard that you know, God forbid, uh, knock on wood, but if I ever had that heard that a family member went down in a plane, like I'd be devastated. But like you all go down, and I wouldn't. I, I would obviously right, hope right. that wouldn't happen. You're just happen, saying like, the hypothetical situation because. Like worst case engine Things failure, happen. no near runway. Well, like, even in that case, like there's still ways that there's still a lot of safety protocols in place that can help you in a situation. Parachute. Yeah. Yeah. That's. I guess that's the last case. Yeah. You, you know what? Um, we learn. Eject. Eject. <laughs> we learn as engineers uh, something called a factor of safety, and it like kind of makes you scared to pretty much do anything in the world anymore. Because like the nothing, an, an airplane's factor of safety is is low. Yeah, well, because like they're already so expensive, so like you're well expensive to... in weight too. Yeah, like if you add a weight, like, br- like bridges have a pretty high fa- uh, factor of safety. It's because weight doesn't really matter on a bridge. Like <sighs> civil moment. Yeah, civil. Ugh. But like a plane, but like you're trying weight to matters excess lift to your weight. And so from our standpoint, we look at it and it's it's like wow. Kind of makes you a little nervous to get on a plane because there's very little margin of error. But then you factor in that how long have been, have passenger airplanes existed, roughly? I was gonna talk to you about that earlier. I don't know. Forties uh, because they had like propeller planes. It's like I'll go sixty to eighty years. That like you could commercially fly to places. Oh, mm, I don't know. Forties. Forty. Forties. Let's say forties. No, I don't. I think it's later than 40s that. Forties is like the pinnacle of flight. Let's say at least 60 years you've been able to commercially fly. Yeah, let's say, okay, just, yeah, just put it there at least. Over 60 years, every single error that has occurred in every single plane across the world has been documented and fixed. Mm-hmm. And you, There's you look still at, issues, though. No, but Is not really. You look, at, you look at 60 years and how many flights go out every day, how many flights land every day, and you take that over the course of 60 years, there has been... An absurd amount of errors that have occurred in commercial airplanes that have been documented and there's been then ways to fix it. The chances of something bad happening in an airplane is extremely slim. Everything that could possibly go wrong is accounted for, which is why I'm like, yeah, the factor of safety is low, but also it's this is a reason one of the safest ways to travel. Well, I mean, and you mentioned the thing about like mentioning to your dad about wanting yeah. to fly your family, but like. What's the difference between that and you driving a car and like someone T-boning? The you chances of everyone? you getting into a car higher, accident right? is extremely higher than you getting into a, an airplane accident. An airplane accident? Do you mind if I go to the bathroom? No, go ahead, please. Keep talking about. Uh, I'll be back in a minute. Okay. Yeah. So, um, in general, like, there's a lot of small factor factor safeties in products we use in everyday life, and you look at it, and there's some that are. A little scary to use, um, like roller coasters, kind of terrify me. Even though I still go on them, but uh, you look at airplanes and and as as unsafe as they are, they're equally as safe, and they're they're honestly probably safer than cars these days. Um, oh, that's something we could talk about when Luke gets back. But how do we feel about autonomous cars? Do we think if there was ever a world where autonomous cars were the only available option? How safe would driving be? You know? Because there's like, you make an AI, you make an autonomous car to be perfectly safe. But there's always going to be some imperfections. Like, 
I was driving a car that had that, like the lane assist thing. Oh, I do not like lane assist. No, yeah, the lane assist thing where you could switch on. So, hold on, just to catch you up. I'm talking about um, if we, I know we switch gears a lot, but if we lived in a society <laughs> where only autonomous cars were allowed, would it be a safer way to commute or would it be more dangerous? Because car accidents happen all the time. But my thought process is you make an AI, you make an autonomous car to be perfectly aware. But there's always like some instance where they can't detect something. I was I was driving a car like, with a lane assist that had like the thing you could turn it on. You mm-hmm. could let go of the wheel and it yeah. would like stay in the middle of the lane. It would take turns for you. But it struggles to detect like cones or like, mm-hmm. like a dead animal in the road or right. stuff like that that could cause an accident. So... Or like a dead animal on the road, like an animal running across the road directly yeah, in front of you. Yeah, like, no what's it going to do? No car can stop. It won't stop, and it, it might, probably like, won't swerve out of the way and then hit another. And car. then hit another car. So, yeah. Uh, so do we think we'll ever get to a point? Oh God, I hope not, because I I would never let an autonomous car drive me around. Yeah. I would no. always drive it. Like, what if they get rid of steering wheels someday and gas pedals? And you have to go the speed limit. You have to go the speed limit on every road. You have to stop at the. I always stop at stop signs, but on these side roads, you have to stop at stop signs. What do you, how do you feel about like a society completely engulfed in autonomous cars? I think, I don't know if it's like cynical to say that that's laziness. Oh yeah. Like people, it's human laziness, but you don't want engineering intelligence. It's engineering intelligence, but do you think that sometimes advancements in engineering make people do less like just because oh my god just because it makes people do less like is it um like detrimental to people yeah i can go on my phone for 15 minutes and have i think a phone groceries a perfect example have groceries delivered to my house in the same day that i ordered them what seriously what do you need in this world that you can't order from the touch of a button or get from the touch of a button Uh, but i think like the phone, like the phone oh, is such phone. a good invention, but how many, like, how many people are dumber because they have a phone? There's so I'm much, dumber because I have a phone. So much, I see so much shit on the internet that I shouldn't see and it just kills fucking brain cells instantly in my so head. There's so much available to you and some people, like, do you ever see, I, I don't know if you're familiar with the guy on TikTok who like goes around New York City and asks people like, how many states are in the United States? They're like, I don't know, like 32. And then they're like, how many He's like, strains yes. of weed can you name? And they're like, oh, well, there's this one, there's this one, right. and then there's branches off of this one. You're like, what the fuck has this society come to? Like, I've probably seen a hundred people that don't know who the first president was, that don't know the number of states in the United States. Like, what is the capital of the United States? Do you know how many people can't answer that? You're like, uh, I don't, I don't know, like, uh, Maryland. Maryland. No, that's too close. Even that's I, the, I shouldn't yeah, say yeah. Maryland. I should say like. I don't know, like Canada. Like what does Washington they say something DC that stand for? Not expect. No, they say it's the dumbest possible answer. Like people are so degener- uneducated. I've been saying this a lot. Human degeneracy at its Ugh. finest. At its finest. Don't even. I hate inefficiencies, and to me, that's an inefficiency in this world. As people are just so, like, I'm not even gonna say people are so dumb because there's that's, even like, yeah. It's just people are so uneducated. And it's not everyone. Like, of course, there's people that are smart. It's just like. These people, a lot of people that group themselves together in these cities, are this similar mindset. They don't care. They just do their thing. Ninety percent of the people they just live. They just live, and they're so dumb. And then you know what happens is those same people grow up. They get 
married or not married, whatever, they have kids and then they raise those kids to be the same as them. Same and it's way. just a growing population of people who don't care to be educated. Yeah, like, and like, I'm not saying I know everything cause I'm, right. I, I don't, and you I'm can't. not, I'm not intelligent in any manner. Like I'm not educated, but we, part of this podcast is we like to learn things and we look things up and we research things. And a lot of what we say is opinionated. And if it's factual, we'll say it's factual. If it's not, we'll say it's not. But like, I think we, I think I can speak for both of us when I say we like to be educated. And if we don't know something, we'll look it up. Yeah. There's just so many people who don't have that Dude, same drive I, anymore. I don't get it. Why? So, so, all right. And in, in their defense, why get educated on something that you're never going to need? I think we should, I think we should have no whole, an entire episode on this. Okay. Um, I don't know. I don't know what operation that would we be. We should jot that down. All right, we need an episode on AI, and we need an episode on yeah. lack of intelligence I think, in the United okay, States. Okay, I want to I talk more about, like, the plane thing. Have you ever heard of thrust vectoring? Wait, hold on. Before we go back to planes. Yeah. Can, okay. Hold hold on to that. Side note. I just want to go back to the cars really quick. Mm. Um, autonomous vehicles and, like, blah, blah, blah. You ever been, like, super late at night, driving at, like, 1 in the morning, midnight, <laughs> and you come to a stoplight, and it will not turn green? Oh, yes. Doesn't matter. Yeah, Like, absolutely. are you running that red light? uh yeah well i think they i think there's a a rule or i I don't even know if it's a law especially it's bad for motorcycles it might just be a rule that like cops will understand that you waited long enough you yeah both ways if if you wait a minute and there's hasn't been any cars like you're not just gonna sit keep sitting there it's bad for motorcycles because there are a lot a lot of them are pressure plates and like weight plates and and they don't weigh enough to set off the light but so you're you're running that red light yeah okay all right sorry go back to planes um thrust vectoring no. i was talking about a friend of mine talk well i was briefly mentioning to a friend of mine about thrust vectoring he's like oh i have no idea what that is i was like send you a video okay can I you don't brief know, me do you want to see a video sure i could post this in um i'm gonna post this in the video so right now the video is playing well not yet let me just pull it up so thrust vectoring is thrust direction on multiple axes of a plane, so it allows a jet to like turn in a circle. You remember that scene from Top Gun where they do like the spin? Yeah, where he's like, where they're like, "What the fuck was that?" So the plane in yeah. Top Gun, um, I think they talked about it in the F fourteen. It was like differential thrust, maybe. Okay. So they shut one engine off and they tried to like whip it around, yeah. whatever. Um, but this is a much better example. So the plane that was in Top Gun, the Su fifty seven. As you can see, that the thrusters are moving on an axis like they're rotating around yeah. let's say like what like two they're like two axis rotation like x and y let's say no that's that's three axis it's rotating around right. one and that's rotating around the other yeah yeah okay i thought I it was that's three so but... cool that's so fucking sick that just makes me look, want to design those that's this is why i want to get into propulsion like look at this look at this plane he just that's like did flying like a, a kite he just did like a mid-air donut and flew around so the, the uh, I think the craziest part about that is not only being able to maneuver that, but when you do that, you lose all of your velocity, and they'll just like instantly just go there. from that that from sitting there almost still to just like back to yeah, like full look at thrust. This. Like the plane is just like falling midair, and then he's just like, how tight of a circle is that? Ooh, let me ask you something. We saw this in Top Gun, and I don't know how often it happens in real life. Mm-hmm. Why do they not put more flares on those planes? They got like three flare charges and then and then they're fucked. So I think they have to decide like what's priority. Um, they go. I think defensive maneuvers is the priority over using flares. Flares is like a last resort. Like, like the A10 
Yep. The A10 is a slow plane, so they have like the, 400. I think it's like 450 flares. Yeah. Do so you know how they work? Do you know how flares work? You gotta know how flares work. Not really. So I, um, I believe most missiles fired from anti-aircraft missiles are heat seeking yeah. or light seeking oh, oh so i think I, it's just i think they just that okay i didn't oh, know okay, what you meant yeah. i thought you meant like flare activation out of the plane. no 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 oh okay. you just meant like how wide it flares yeah i think that's missiles. so cool and oh, i yeah. also think like why haven't we found a way to combat that but well there's like there's like heat seeking missiles and there's like radar seeking missiles so it'll like seek the plane that's it yeah. doesn't work flares don't work against those type of missiles how much money are we throwing away every time we launch one of those missiles Gotta be a lot. Oh, a lot. Millions. Yeah. Yeah. It's, a, it's like chump change for the government. With yeah. The we, largest. Do you think we spend an adequate amount year. on military? Do you think we spend too much on military? That's maybe that's a. a well, we considering how much helping, I say helping with air quotes, helping we do to so many foreign countries every year, and the amount that we give to NATO every year compared to everyone else, they give chump change, we give. A fat wad, so, like, and it's a fat wad of money that doesn't belong to us. Yeah, there's a, there's We're a lot in that so goes, much debt. Yeah, there's a lot that goes into military spending besides just like building planes. Yeah, but I think if we didn't have the most advanced military on the planet, that things would be a lot different. Do you think we do have the most advanced military on the planet? I think so. I think that the F twenty two. I was talking about thrust vectoring. The F twenty two only has single axis single axis plus. Jesus Christ. Single axis thrust, thrust vector. <laughs> so, like, it can only go up and down and to fly in a tighter circle. But the SU 57 Felon, the Russian plane that was, like, modeled in Top Gun, it has two axes. Yep. I think if we want to get to the next level with our aircraft, that's something that we need to do. Like and that's something I'm yeah. tr- interested in in the field. Like, I would love to go into the field of propulsion and work on stuff like that. Yeah. Is it that difficult? What? Designing something like that? Um, the issue is like heat and maneuverability and like, mm, like, yeah, okay. There's a lot of seals that have to be a lot taken of into account. that probably go so, into so the, the, plane. the way that like the Felon's engines work, they like rotate on these like seals and these, you have to like make these yeah. heat proof gaskets and it's just like, it's a lot of effort and it's yeah. more, more labor costs more money. So it's mm. like, think about how far we've come. I mean, back in the, like the revolutionary war times, they were standing in a line just shooting each other and you knew if you were in the front you were getting you were getting a hole is this british slander well because (laughs) not necessarily but if you want to take it there when they were like the british are coming you know you know paul revere's riding through with his little one if i two no no one if i see if two if i land two one if i land two if i see what is that the lanterns oh yeah yeah okay well so like when the British were invading the colonies before the United States was the United States, like, I guess, no, it was after. No, I'm, I'm so stupid. It was after the Declaration of Independence. The British were like, yeah, you know what? We're going to invade you guys. We're going to yeah. stand in formation. That's why the British suck. <laughs> <laughs> so British landed. So the, the colonists that were fighting the British, they were like guerrilla fighters. Let's say guerrilla warfare. They were like hiding behind trees, using their cover to their advantage. Yeah. And the British were just standing in formation. Yeah. Like stadium seating. You Some know, guys are, like five guys are kneeling, five guys are standing up. And they're like, ready, aim, fire. You th- really think it's a good tactic? That's why I love my, one of my all-time favorite movies. And I think it was, I sent Luke a, uh, a movie list when he got his wisdom teeth out. And you did watch one of them. But my, one of my all-time favorite movies is The Last Samurai. And I think the mm. samurai are so cool. And if I, 
well, I say this a lot, but if I could go back in time and live in any any generation, I have a lot. But that's one of them. I would love to be a samurai. I think that's so sick. Well, like not they, only like how skilled they were, but how incredibly incredibly healthy they were. Healthy, but also like intelligent mm-hmm. in the warfare standpoint. They revolutionized the. I mean, granted, at the time, I'm sure they broke so many war crimes for what they did. Oh, absolutely. Just because of the rules, but I mean, they were well, unstoppable. Japanese World War Two, too. But keep yeah. going. They were unstoppable, and they their war tactics were just unheard of at the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, have you ever watched The Last Samurai? Because it's a movie I've seen probably, like, borderline triple digit times. Another Tom Cruise movie. Another Tom. <laughs> do I do I watch too many Tom Cruise movies? <laughs> I don't know. I just think it's funny that we're talking about Top Gun, which is completely unrelated to The Last yeah. Samurai, besides the fact that Tom Cruise is in it. Um, but good like, act, he's a good actor. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just like the samurai tactics is something that carries through with warfare in that part of the country. Yeah. Like the Japanese, they didn't want to be killed by American soldiers. So if they knew that they were like close to death, they would literally they kill, would kill stab themselves. themselves. Yeah. Yeah. It was an honor thing. It was an honor thing. Yeah. It's just like prideful to just stab yourself in the stomach. Yeah. But. But they would, the things that they did to American soldiers too is just like brutal. Crazy. Brutal. Like there, there weren't there weren't any limits. Like I think we talked a little bit in one episode. They had about, no mercy. Well, about there, what the there, limits were to enemies of yeah, war. But there was the no Japanese, mercy. there was no mercy. I think it's similar to what the Nazis did. Yeah, they, they would. I mean, chop your head off. Yeah, literally, just like beheadings. Yeah, like they didn't care at all. They would beat prisoners to death, or just war is such a interesting concept to me. What are they fighting for? Just territory. Well, here's the thing. That's I'm glad you. I'm. I am well, glad you said that. <laughs> I'm glad you brought up that. Just posing point. the question. What are you fighting for? Because obviously, our military. We support our military. Um, our military goes in there and thinks we're doing good. But also, whoever we're fighting is also fighting for the country and most likely thinks that they're fighting for the right reason. Right. So it's just like a bunch of. For the most part, um, obviously there's some people out there who aren't innocent, but for the most part, it's a lot of innocent people just killing each other for what they think is the right reasons. And But even there's so many people who are in the military, our military, foreign military, that are fighting for the wrong reasons, and they know exactly that they're not fighting mm-hmm. for the right reasons, but they still, I mean, they're just following orders. So, like, right. I think in some ways war is necessary, and I think we've brought this up already, but, I mean, like, what... It, when you come right down to it, to the to the black and white of of war, it's so pointless. Because mm. it all it always ends the same way. Like yeah, someone wins. No one wins. At what cost? No one wins because you both end up losing so many people. Yeah, like the United States fought the Vietnam War and literally gained the, gained nothing and one lost of the tens of wars. thousands. Yeah, of soldiers. And like, and congratulations, we nothing. won. But like, no, we didn't. We lost Vietnam. Oh, sorry. Well, well, lost Vietnam. Like we didn't win the win the war like we didn't take over vietnam and then but like why were we there in the first place yeah you know it's Um, like we there's no good there's not really good enough reason why we just wanted to invade vietnam i don't think and that was like one of the biggest times in history for like the anti-war movement yep you know fortunate song is actually an anti-war song uh yeah i feel like i could have guessed that but like it's put behind every video of every video of military. You know? <laughs> yeah. Magic carpet ride, fortunate son. Yeah, yeah, great songs. Um, but yeah, I think I think that's I think that's an interesting topic. 
we, I mean, this is a tough episode because we brought up so many things that we could just go on tangents about. But we, I like this format. Yeah, this is. We, I we think did this get into great. a few things. Yeah, that were important. Like we're talking about different technologies that are associated with engineering and like, like some yeah. stuff. Some engi- war, although it's horrible. Like World War Two was like the greatest innovate, one of the greatest innovative periods yeah. in history. One of the, I would say one of the worst, but also one of the greatest. I mean, you get the it's, nuclear it's bombs. The worst, which, yeah, it's the worst in terms of like dangerous technology, yeah. but in terms of like speed of innovation. Yeah, great. It's, um, it's unbelievable. Well, how are we doing? We're at hour 20. You want to wrap it up? Yeah, yeah I, think, uh, I think we should bring it back to maybe our personal experiences. And I want to ask you, how has your personal experience been in the engineering field? Um. Like real world experience, yeah, hasn't exactly been what I expected. I, like, I'm grateful for the experience that I've had. Right. Yep. Um. Obviously, going from class to the real world is big change. So and, different. Yeah. But I'm I'm excited to get a full time job. Um. I've had some internship experience, but I'm excited to get a full time job doing something that I feel like ha- gives me a purpose. You know, Certainly. I don't want my work to be my life, but I want to like contribute. Yep. I um. Yeah, I agree. I think. Uh, ultimately it's one of those fields, one of those jobs where I feel like I'm going to love if I find the right job. And it's something where, you know, if I hit the lottery one day, I feel like I would still work as an engineer just because of how I feel about it. I think my issue is that I, I say this a lot. Like my goal is to end up not working. Yeah. But like not working, I mean like doing something I love while making There's a, uh, there's a YouTuber that I watch every once in a while who was a former NASA engineer and now... He makes a living off of YouTube, just making, just engineering products and super cool. Mm. And th- I feel like that's the ultimate goal is yeah. you work for a while, you get your real world, world experience, um, and then you like make a decent amount of money and then you just start doing your own thing and you're still engineering. Yeah. You're still using what you really love, but it doesn't feel like work at that point. Yeah, that's the goal. But yeah, I, I would agree in the sense that my real world experience with jobs internships has been unlike what i expected and truthfully i mean you go to school for engineering and you get a degree but what does that mean realistically how much of your academics have you used in your intern how much do you use in your internship um, besides like like some knowledge about measurements and stuff yeah and excel yeah Not i use some lot. like heat transfer some thermal there's, stuff there's a mind, lot of common sense in the, the field, I think, and if you don't have common sense, I think you're going to really struggle. What surprised me is is one of our early early college experience classes, we spent a lot of time on ethics, engineering ethics, which I was like, this is so stupid. Like, it's just but common like, knowledge. Thing. That comes back. It is something that I probably used more in my internship than any singular class ever. And yeah, especially, I, I worked in a field where you deal a lot with emission stuff. Mm. Um and especially right now with with emissions restrictions and such ethics is huge but uh overall yeah no i I still love what i do i still appreciate uh my education uh there's some things that i don't love about my education but yeah i mean there's nothing's gonna be perfect right right yeah but uh i don't know do you have anything else to add i have a a question for you are you ready to get a job and be done with college i want to appreciate my last year of college um but i also cannot wait to get into the real world yeah i, I you know agree. what you know what separates college from the r- real world 
is they say college is a full-time job. Yeah. But to me, it's more than that. Like, I, I mean, I worked oh, I full-time agree. over the summer. But when you're in college, you, you spend not a full-time amount of hours in class. But I can speak for most of us when I say you spend well over 40 hours uh, a week yeah. doing work. Absolutely. Um, and it just sometimes doesn't pay off. Yeah, I agree. Sometimes you just you get to the end of it and you're like, was it worth it? How about you? You seem like you're ready to move on to the real world. Um, uh, look, I love being at college, and I think that you have such good access to friendships and just like people. That That's are how just we like, started this podcast. We didn't know each other before college. Yeah, right. We didn't. We didn't. We didn't know each other until like last year. year. <laughs> yeah, and now we built like a, a great friendship, and that's something that you're like, ah. Oh. That's gonna suck. That's when... gonna suck. Like leaving, like leaving any one of your good friends after college. We're it's gonna, like we're gonna try to keep the podcast going though. Yeah. I, I are you? Do you plan on staying close to home, for a little while? Oh, for a little while? Yeah. I don't know. I have no idea. Well, if you do, I mean, we don't live too far away. No. We um, live close enough to do the podcast once a week. But um, what was I gonna say? I think we missed out. We missed like a a good year of college and like good experiences. At least. At least, and I think that is. Like, it took a huge toll. You feel like you feel like it's been so fast because you missed out on that entire year. I, I do not feel like a senior. Yeah. Like, you, less than it. What is it like? Nine months will be working. That's just, that's just crazy. It's like eight, I mean, eight. Eight. eight, around eight. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Like June. Yeah. Oh my God. Maybe even late May. I don't know when you plan on starting. I'm gonna start right away. I have to for. Okay financial purposes um let's uh let's do this liquor review oh yeah i didn't even i like it i hawaii has a special place in my heart all right let me review this one first because i've never had it before okay um not a coconut guy in general (laughs) um it was honestly probably my least favorite of the three we've done okay he's honest yeah yeah and I, I apologize that you did get this and why you probably spent a lot of hard-earned cash no, and money. Like well, you had to go to Hawaii for it. Yeah, but I mean, I didn't pay for that. But uh, would I have it again? Yeah, would I have it again on ice? Probably not. Not You don't think ice is the right move? Well, try, try a tiny sip right now. No ice. Okay. Well, and I think in the, general, the move, I would probably mix it with something, if anything. I think you should try the technique. Take a little breath in. Okay. Sip. Breathe out through your nose. I think the bottle, the bottle is like so cool to me. I saw it and was like, wow, I need to buy this. All right. Why don't you, uh, why don't you review while I'm doing this? Wait, so what do I get to do? <clears throat> breathe in a little bit, drink it, then breathe out through your nose. Then breathe out through your nose. So I really like this. Hawaii was like the best place I've ever been. Like, such an... <laughs> that burned. That you burned. think so? I don't think it burns, but I... Stung my nose I give holes. this like an eight flat. Really? Because... I mean, this is a general liquor review. I, I like rum. I like coconut. When I was in Hawaii, I'd go and find a coconut every day. And really? Split it open and eat it. Yeah. Okay. It was it was okay. insane. But yeah. Uh, what did I rate the uh, Evan Williams? I think you gave it like a, a high six, maybe? Six, six, yeah, you gave it a high I'm like pretty six, sure seven? it was a high six. Three. I, um, I need to start writing this down. Yeah, we, we do have to write this down because I'm going to get lost in the sauce here. Uh, I'm going to give it a... I don't want to rip it from its bottle quality because I think it's a really nice bottle. Yeah, but I it think looks it, like it's more it, more expensive. I want to give it a low six. Okay. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna give it like a six two. It wasn't bad by any means, yeah, just, just not my cup of tea. Right. I think that's yeah. I think we can agree on that. I wasn't gonna ask you. I had like I had one more question. Yeah. Oh, it wasn't a question. It was, I was gonna talk about the camera. So I don't know if you oh. guys like this camera quality is not that great. Mm. This camera is supposed to be 4K. I have it on no, 4K, 4K settings. It's like. It's not 4K, 40. so I'm returning it, and we're gonna we're getting something else. So uh, next week's episode should be a lot better quality. Yeah, that's all. That's kind of to wrap it up. Yeah, I think this is this is a good episode. We're doing. I think we're doing all right on views. I can't speak for Spotify and Apple Music. That's you have the insight it's, it's, for that. It's it's better on YouTube. But YouTube, yeah, YouTube, we're almost at 200 views total. Yes, yeah, so which is huge. Appreciate everyone for watching. Yep, so and we're still. I, I mean, is, we promote this on our social media. Um, and I think, I feel like every time I promote it, at least I get people who contact me personally, personally ask me how they can view it. And, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, I think we should still try to get feedback on whether people want longer episodes, shorter episodes. Cause yeah, last week I we think did we'll, a two hour mix of both. I think we should get together on like a Saturday sometime and do like three hours. I think we, yeah, dude, we could talk for like for, forever. We could. Yeah. I th- so yeah, we're like, definitely getting. I'd say we're getting more comfortable in front of the camera, in front of the microphone. Oh my god, I keep um, touching this goddamn. What's cable. nice is you know I went to go rewatch the first episode and I was like cringing at my own voice, cringing at like my body language and stuff. Yeah. And then the other day, um, this sounds weird, but I went to go watch our bonus episode and I was just cackling. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, it was like so I was, funny. I was having a good time. we <laughs> eating that fucking pizza. Eating the za. <laughs> um, and I, I'm getting more comfortable. Speaking, I think, I think I think it just helps in everything. Like, yeah, it's gonna make you more comfortable presenting in front of a group. Yep, it's gonna make you more comfortable watching the video back. Like when we had to watch those videos in engineering back, like that was oh, that was painful. That was rough because was the camera painful. quality and the audio quality was horrible. Yeah, and this is a lot better than what that was. That was like yep. a zoom camera. You have no idea how horrible that was unless you're an engineer at our school. So yeah. Um, we had to write feedback on it. Oh yeah. I was just shitting on myself. <laughs> yeah, I mean. <laughs> Whatever. What else you do? But okay. Thanks everybody. For yeah. Watching. Thank you all if for you, watching. If you tune in to every episode, we really appreciate you. We do. Uh, probably, you know, the best kind of viewer that we can have. Um, yeah. Just. And then there's a couple, couple of our friends. I know one of your friends posts every episode on his social media as well. Supports us. Yeah. So shout out, really shout out to that guy. Am I yeah. Right? He, he uh, knows. Who knows who, who he is? We should see. Well, maybe this is a test to see if he watches the episodes. If he gets this far, he'll know we're talking about it. Yeah, we'll see. Um, oh, I, okay, I actually have another. Oh, wet. This, is just, this is just. So, I was given an idea by someone that I'm close with about like having a third mic, but just an off-camera commentator, someone to like bounce questions off of occasionally. Ooh, okay. Like, like just that. like a, like a guest option, you know? Yeah, and then that would also allow special guests. I don't know how you guys feel about special guests, but I feel like we should bring someone on. And again, we're Every not gonna. We're just gonna bring on some idiot because we think, oh my god, this guy is so funny. Like, yeah, like, the no, like we don't. We someone, don't care. No, we're not looking to do it for views. We want to do it to like expand our knowledge. If I we think can get you someone and I know some agree on a lot of things. I think you and I get along really well. You and I can converse. You want a really different well. mindset on here? No, no. I'm saying? saying like we don't. We don't want to ruin that by bringing some right airhead on but <laughs> and yeah we don't need to but i guess that's all kind of up to you guys but yeah, yeah. If no one says if no one comments on youtube and says don't bring someone on then maybe we'll, well i mean we'll think about yeah, it yeah certainly and it doesn't mean we're gonna have them on camera but like if they're sitting on the end of the bar 
we're just bouncing questions off of them. Nick, you can hear their voice. They're a part of it. So yeah, I think that's a good place to leave it. I think uh, this is this is a really good episode five, and I'm very excited for episode six next week. I can't wait. I look forward to this every week. Yeah, it makes my weeks go by quicker. It does for some reason. Yeah, it's good to have something to look forward to, like a hobby. I think yep. it's important for your mind. Certainly, so retain some sanity in this crazy crazy senior year <laughs> <laughs> we genuinely all right we we gotta wrap this up but we genuinely have no free time no we, this is it <laughs> yeah we dedicate pretty much the majority of our free time to doing this podcast and i wouldn't i wouldn't have it any other way personally yeah it's either this or like sitting in my room playing video games which yeah it's not the same what do you get out of you know i have fun with video games i too, do too but, but this is just something that's just, this is beneficial for both of us yeah like this makes you smart. We're growing as intellects. There's like something about con- the conversation is like one of the healthiest things for the human yeah. brain, I think. Okay. Uh, all right. So give your closing statement. Oh, boy. Closing statement. I think we had a good episode. Episode five, Operation Alpha. Um, I like this format where we weren't super formal today. We didn't really have a specific, specific topic we going into we it. We mentioned some things lightly, but. Yeah, we mentioned some things lightly, but uh, we just were. Like, we truly wing most of these episodes. I mean, we have a topic, but we do most of our research as we go. Um, thank you all for watching. Uh, Luke, go ahead with your uh, remarks. Yeah, great episode. Uh, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We'll see you next week. We'll see you next week. Bye. No, oh, you got to give your Operation Alpha out. Oh, dude. Okay. My, the old classic. Am I ever going to change it up? Okay. This has been episode five, Operation Alpha out.